Today, I reflect on the ministry of Carmen. Hello and welcome again to the Neon Fish Podcast. I'm your host, Kevin Newsom. Thank you for being here. Thank you for joining me, whether you're on your favorite podcast app or whether you're watching this on YouTube. We are certainly glad you're here. Please subscribe. Please leave comments. Let us know what you think about the podcast. Today, I'm going to do something a little bit different. Today, it's just me. There's no guest host. There's no interview. There's nothing going on. I want to take a moment just to reflect on the ministry of Carmen. If you grew up in the 80s and 90s and you were involved in church, then you remember Carmen. Whether or not you can actually recall his music right now, if you heard it, it would be instantly nostalgic. Today, I just want to take that moment to reflect on his ministry, the ministry of Carmen Lichardello. Carmen passed away February 16th, 2021, a little under a week ago as of me filming this podcast right now. He battled cancer for many years, beginning in 2013, had a miraculous remission the following year in 2014, but uh, again announced that the cancer had returned in January of 2020, but it's At 65 years old, he died last week from serious surgery complications. I was a child of the 80s. I was a teen of the 90s. And so Carmen was a huge part of my introduction to contemporary Christian music. Though in my late teens, I began to develop a taste for the more rock and roll side of music, such as uh, Audio Adrenaline and Considering Lily and and DC Talk and, and all of these I'm not sure I would have found that niche of music had had I not cut my teeth on Carmen's music. It's difficult to express just how influential Carmen was to the Christian music industry. He gained recognition in 1983 with the release of his album Sundays on the Way. His first number one hit came in 1985 with the release of The Champion. Youth groups all over the nation began to do skits to the song The Champion. It became a thing with Carmen's music. Let's find a song from Carmen and do a skit. I myself participated in several versions of The Champion. And if you're not familiar with what The Champion is, let me refresh your memory. It's that song that used a boxing match as an analogy for Jesus' crucifixion and victory over Satan at the resurrection. Carmen portrayed that as Jesus and Satan going uh, hit by hit with each other in a boxing ring. Uh, And at the end, Jesus was declared the champion. Skits all over the country were done to this, and I did it myself several times. In all, Carmen released 22 studio albums, nine compliment, uh, compilation albums, six of his albums went gold, um, and the 1993 album The Standard went platinum. He was nominated for four Grammy Awards and won six out of his seven nominations for a GMA Dove Award. His last album, No Plan B, 
was released in 2014 after his initial remission from cancer, seven years after his previous release, and 16 years after his last significant album that would be uh, Mission 316. And so some of the songs you may recognize uh, from, from Carmen's ministry include Sundays on the Way, Lazarus Come Forth, The Champion, Revive Us, O Lord, Satan Bite the Dust, Addicted to Jesus, Who's in the House, A Witch's Invitation, and Mission 316. He was known for the dramatic way he told stories through his songs. In many ways, he was the ultimate Christian entertainer. He was often described as part evangelist and part Vegas showman. Unfortunately, at the turn of the millennium, Christian music began to take a turn. It began to move away from the entertainment aspect of Christian music and began to focus on on the worship aspect of Christian music. And Carmen's style of songwriting just didn't quite make the transition. And so Carmen's ministry struggled to transition past 2000 uh, when this shift in Christian music happened. Uh, People began to, uh, uh, quote unquote, uh, outgrow some of Carmen's music and move on to more, quote unquote, serious Christian music. Uh, Though Carmen did try, he released several praise albums after the year 2000. His ministry was never quite as big as and as significant as it was in the 80s and 90s. I attended several of his concerts in the 90s, and they were very fun. They were very entertaining. Carmen still holds the record for the highest attended Christian concert in the world at 80,000 people. And he was just a single, just a single artist headliner. There was there was nobody else headlining his shows. Unlike uh, other shows like I I think of Winter Jam and and other big concert tours where multiple, like um, dozens of artists sometimes are on the marquee, are going to be there. They'll play 10 minutes, 15 minutes, and they'll switch the artists out. And somebody else will come 10 minutes, 15 minutes, switch them all out. And then you have one big headliner near the end. That didn't happen with Carmen. Carmen was the only one. From beginning to end, and he was packing out stadiums worldwide. He was a true cultural phenomenon in the Christian community. And his concerts were usually free. You didn't pay to go to a Carmen concert. You went and near the end or sometime, somewhere in the middle, he would uh, have ushers come around with, uh, with these, these buckets and just simply take up a love offering a gift of whatever you wanted to give towards his ministry. He always gave a gospel presentation during his concerts. He always had a time uh, in, during his concert for people to respond to the gospel, to come an altar call, if you will, for people to come down and give their lives to Jesus with hundreds, hundreds of people coming to know Christ at every single concert. When it comes to Carmen, many today might look back and just shake their heads at some of the campiness of his music, of some of his music. But you cannot deny, you can't deny that he changed the face of Christian music. He paved the way for many other Christian artists to come. He was a contemporary of of Michael W. Smith, of Rich Mullins, and and he will be remembered uh, with those same artists. Toby Mac tweeted after Carmen's passing, He said, we remember you, Carmen. We are grateful 
for the times we had with you. You were so kind to me, Michael and Kevin. When we were young punks, you welcomed us. You're home now, a champion for real. Danny Goki tweeted, Carmen passed away. He was a legend in our camp and in our genre. He rewrote all the rules. I remember listening to his albums as a kid. Rest in peace, Carmen. In 2018, Carmen was inducted into the Gospel Music Hall of Fame. He will be remembered alongside the greats of Christian music who have already passed. If you listened to Carmen, if you attended one of his concerts, maybe even you're one of those hundreds, thousands of people who gave their lives to Christ. Maybe you're one of those as a result of his music. Would you leave a comment and share your story? If you're listening on your podcast, just make your way to the YouTube page, if you will, and leave a comment. Tell me your story of how Carmen impacted you. Um, and, and if there's a significant story, if there's something that really stands out, I want to be able to share that on the podcast uh, with everybody else. Leave a comment. I'll make sure the links are in the description. And while you're at it, while you're uh, remembering the ministry of Carmen with me, while you're at it, take a few minutes and go listen to some of his songs. Go be nostalgic. Go listen to the champion. See if you can remember those movements uh, to the skits that you used to do. I'll leave a link to the uh, Spotify link in the description below so that you can easily get to some of his music and listen to it. So that's it for today. Real simple podcast. uh, Just a reflection on the life and the ministry of Carmen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching on YouTube. Please subscribe and I'll see you next time on the Neon Fish Podcast. Yeah.